0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Learning to Fly podcast. Today, we have family again, Nini and Jojo, and we are diving into the Blue Jay Prompt journals. We have both versions here. Um, And this is going to be really fun. This is an episode I've wanted to do for a long time. I just haven't had the right guests um, or all the pieces put together at the same time. So Nini has selected three prompts from the original Blue Jay Prompt Journal. And Jojo has chosen three prompts from the new Blue Jay Prompt Journal. Both are $4 in a digital version and paperback version. And you can also get a customized or annotated version for $8 from my website, so check them out, and we're going to explore what these prompts can do. So, Nini, what is your first prompt? In a new city or time, who else might you be? So what do you immediately think, or how would you respond?
1: So it's interesting, because I immediately went back to, like, the, you know, 1800s, because she said time, or 1900s, because or I'm so tech person, and that's like, how – how would I approach that? What would life be like? What would that would be so different? right? So I like my, that. My thought process on
0: that. I like that. Um, to me, I was thinking that maybe like if, well, when I wrote the prompt, I was initially going off of the idea that if I could create in a different medium, I would love to be trained by one of the greats. Like if I were a sculptor, I would want to be, um, now I can't think of their names, but like I would want to be trained by somebody who's classical in whatever the medium is. Um, And I would want to do something other than writing. Um, Now that I'm hearing it again, this is a little over two years since I wrote the prompt. I'm really liking the idea of maybe designing my ideal city and figuring out like what a day would look like in that or what um, other people would need to bring because I couldn't bring to the table um, or what a story in a made up city would be like, because that's not an avenue I've traversed yet. Nini, what about you? When I saw this, it brought back a
2: memory that if I had taken a different turn from what I did as I left high school, my goal would have been to eventually end up in New York City singing in uh, plays and concerts and, uh, and, and meeting different people. Probably would never have any children. Probably would never have gotten married because my music at that time was so important to me. And it just was like... I am so glad I made that right decision back those many years ago. I really like
0: that. you got three very different answers and some really great ways to approach the prompt, which is beautiful. Uh, Nini, what's your next? Oh, you're doing another one? Yeah. We're going to go book by book. What does it mean to become yourself?
1: Mm. So to become yourself is to, to me, I would look at it like, what about me is good? What about what examine myself and then start accepting the parts of me that aren't so pretty. How how would I start learning to accept the parts that aren't so pretty that
0: are okay? And maybe where do I need to change? So I love that you said that because I was thinking um, for for this time around, I would want to talk about how I approached it. And for a prompt like this, I would make lists and then I would make lists of lists and then I would keep going and dissecting those lists until an idea actually struck. So for example, my list might be, my first one might be, who am I? and then my next list might be what do i like about that and then my next list might be who could i be oh, um and then right. just, I I was just around
2: me. oh my I god noise. i love
0: it i love you hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy reference if you get it i love you too um <laughs> ground um okay anyway so i would just like start listing shit and then list the new stuff and keep going until i had an mm-hmm. idea because sometimes the idea isn't the prompt it's how you get to your own idea yeah. um and i really want to to emphasize that as we explore these prompt journals, there are so many ways to use the, This prompt as a great example. What about you, Nina? So
2: when I first read this, what does it mean to become yourself? I I thought of myself and what do I want to be remembered as? Uh, do I want to re- be remembered as a cranky old lady who wouldn't let, wouldn't talk to people? Do I want to be somebody who helped those who needed help? Do I want to be the someone who gave you a hug just because you looked like you needed a hug? So I want to become a person that people say, I you know, I liked her.
0: I like that one. <clears throat> Zach, I know you're not technically part of this episode, but since you did Ground, you're here. Uh, do you remember when I wrote that prompt? Yes, do you, you remember what was going on? Because we had a huge conversation. So really? I, I'm just curious, do you remember?
1: Um, wasn't it you were finally being a
0: the first time around. Yep. Really? Yep. If I wanted the responsibility or if I wanted to just it. keep creating and doing the basics. So, I great. I love that. That's good. Those uh meaning what is your last the third one? one was
2: I thought of this one and I knew exactly why why I chose it. It's what about dandelions?
1: Okay. So so dandelions to me um I would approach this um because um Dandelions to me used to be annoying. They used to be weeds. They used to be anno- an annoyance, right? And I would approach. And then I, I remembered as a kid, used to pull them. They used to go everywhere. So where could my thoughts take me? Sort of open up my brain and think outside the box. Where would all those seeds end up? You know, and what could that be?
0: Um, I love that, especially because it's a much. Uh more positive answer than mine is but that's okay um you guys have been here you know this piece of my story um i really wanted to work with central avenue publish publishing um some of my favorite authors have been there some of the authors that have been on the podcast some authors that still support me heavily and have absolutely no reason obligation um whatever to do so um are all with that publisher and At the time that I got my second rejection from them, a book came out called Dandelions by an author that we're not going to talk about, Um, but it was literally called Dandelions. And then he rewrote the book and Central Avenue published basically the same book again under the new name of Wild Dandelions. Um, And so I, I wanted to write about Dandelions and I wanted to remind myself that Yes, there was a lot of media around them, but I could make them my own thing. And I really wanted to see what other people would do with the prompt Mm. to be like, hey, it's not all tainted by this memory. Um, So that's why it's out in the book so that you can put your own spin. And if you do write to any of the Sincerely Blue Jay prompts, I really hope that you will tag me, share your work, and share it with your own communities as well because you never know what a prompt idea or memory you could shift for somebody. Well, when
2: I read that, I thought, you know, I was a florist, and dandelions are not considered a flower. They're not even considered something you would put in a, an arrangement, a bouquet or anything. They're just kind of a pretty weed at times. At other times, they're a messy blowing torch that just spreads all over everywhere. But when they're in a field by them, uh, themselves, and you've ever seen a dandelion field or a big garden with dandelions everywhere, they're absolutely beautiful. And they look velvety. The white looks creamy and velvety. The yellow is like you could see a bee on that yellow. You could see that on somebody's tuxedo. And you think, why don't they like dandelions? And that's kind of when I read that, I went like, I love this. I know mm-hmm. what I knew I would
0: say about dandelions. So before we move to the next book, yeah. while you were flipping through that, um, did you have anything you want to tell? fourth one. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll do the fourth no, one and then we'll do this question. Go for it. No, I did that one. Oh, the yeah, big, we did. That's city the big city one. city, yeah. Okay, so as you were flipping through, um, do you have something you want to tell the readers, I mean the audience, about this collection as a whole? Something that maybe spoke to you or something you saw or um, a suggestion for who this book might be a good fit for? Any sort of observation? Me or you? You, you first? No, you, because okay. you have this okay, book. She has yeah. a different
2: book. Well, you know, when I when I started looking through this, I went all the way to the back, and then I started back from the back toward the front again and reading each thing that I read. And I thought I would write in this. I would write down my thoughts. I would write down where I wanted to be, what I wanted to go, what I see. Um, I would make a book out of this. Is it something you would revisit?
0: Like, could you reuse oh, the
2: prompts? Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. But there's so many things like it could be about somebody else. Uh, You know, it's, it's just like, if the grapefruit is winning, who cannot in at second place? So I mean there's just there's just so much here. You could think of somebody and write something about that. But I like to write and I write stories and these make me laugh. And that's the kind of stories I like. People stories that make people smile.
0: Beautiful. Um. So, Aunt JoJo has the second Blue Jay prompt journal, which just launched. It was supposed to be a New ah. Year's Day surprise. But that's okay. <laughs> we have it early, so get it for the holidays because you can, and it will be there in time no matter what you're celebrating because it's digital. Um, and it's only $4. All righty. So, what is your first prompt, JoJo? Okay. This
1: one stopped me dead in my tracks. Okay. Okay. What's a question you still don't have an answer to, and what are some of the possible answers?
2: Wow. I think sometimes the question I don't have an answer to is what have I not done that I want to do? Will I ever do it? And why do I need to do it? Um, And I don't know why those are the questions, but like I said before, I was going to be a musician. I was, I have a great voice. I still have a good voice. I was going to be a singer. I was going to teach children how to sing that didn't think they could sing. And it just, I don't know. I still
0: I still wonder if it's still there and do I still have that desire and that dream. I like that answer. <clears throat> um I honestly don't remember why I wrote this prompt, but the thing it's making me think of right now <laughs> in this moment is um when i was in fourth grade we had this project called reading buddies and we took the kindergartners for an hour every friday and we read to them and And we did they were in the same school it was great okay (laughs) anyway so i ended up being one of the best readers in my class and there were extra kids so i had three reading buddies and everyone else had one (laughs) and my teacher asked me to explain a shadow to them in terms that they could understand um and i remember going why Why do I care? It's a shadow. Why do they care? It's a shadow. We're not reading Peter Pan. Um, and I still wonder, the question is how would you explain a shadow to a kid? Like how many different ways could you go about that? And what ways would they resonate with? What ways would still be too big of a concept? Um, or where else could you go with that conversation and, um, some possible answers. To be honest, I've had a long time to think about this and I do think about it often, and I still don't know. I want I want answers, but I don't have them.
1: <laughs> so what struck me about this question is, um, a lot of what strikes me about your reading is sometimes the the depth of the question is in the person who reads it, so it's very universal. So uh, mom had her one thing, you had your your memory, and for me, um, I've grown up in the, the 80s and 90s with the personal growth stuff, right? the first thing I thought of is this is such a groundbreaking question for me. I want it like on a three by five card on my back (laughs) in the mirror so that every morning or every evening as I'm bookending, do I, is that question needs to be asked maybe it's like, Oh, wait a minute, I need to have a paradigm shift here. So this is one of those questions I would approach as a prompt throughout my life to have it come up and just stop and stop, take a breath and think, what is the question I don't have an answer to that I'm seeking? And what are some of the possible answers? Um, not just in the book, but it's powerful enough. I think it, it could lead to paradigm shifts.
0: And while we're talking about all of these answers, I want to remind you that, um, you as an audience, me as myself and and us here for sure, um, the answers don't always have to be right. Like it could be the most silly answer. Like for me, the shadow, something that follows you. Like, I mean, it could be a silly answer. It could be an honest answer. Um, but the point is just to get you thinking. What was your next one?
1: The next one is, what don't you make enough time for?
0: Okay.
2: I don't make enough time for me. Um, as, as, and and that, that's, that comes up very clearly. It doesn't mean I don't take enough time to uh, take care of me, Take you know to do all the things that my health-wise, I do that. But to take care of me means... Um, do I take enough time to read a book? Do I take enough time to get sleep? Do I take enough time to do the things that I should do that are healthy for me? So I need to get back to that.
0: For <laughs> me, um, it's really funny. I will do multiple projects at once. Um, as you can probably tell by the podcast, prompter. all of the things we're talking about today alone, um, and how they were kind of created in a similar timeline. I will get so caught up in working on the projects that I forget. I haven't eaten today or I forget I still need to go for a walk or I need to buy groceries or whatever it is. Um, It's not that I don't make enough time for them. I underestimate how long any one thing will take. So I would again approach this with my list of lists until I had an idea or I would rant about my grocery list or something. And I think um, that would be a really fun way to approach it. So I this uh, what do not
1: what do you not make enough time for? I think it changes as we change, but my approach would be, um, when my life feels out of balance, when I'm exhausted, when I'm doing something to stop and think, you know, and like you said, lists for me, it's like, um, being self-aware and, and it's like, okay, self-aware, here's a good prompt for me, um, kind of thing. I need to, I need to look inward and see what's going on or is my external environment out of control? which things I don't control, I don't need to control anymore, kind of mm-hmm. be, be self-aware.
0: I like that one. I like that one. Okay, the last one.
1: It says, do you feel lighter or heavier after creating? Embrace that weight
2: in this piece. So what does that wow. make you think of? Creating? It, it depends on what you're creating. But I can say most of the 95% of the time I say I feel lighter because... I feel like that I have brought out something in me that I would never have brought out, that people wouldn't have seen, that people wouldn't have enjoyed, that someone wouldn't have liked, and and that goes back to the floral days when we were, we were creating, I mean literally creating beautiful arrangements, and we had been to school to learn, but we taught ourselves after we learned from this florist, and uh, it was a, it was a good time. Uh, to create and to be because people loved our work and anything we did, they wanted to buy. And, and the, and the other thing to that is there are times when sometimes that can make you feel worse. And it's not because it's not because you didn't do a good job. It's because you weren't ready to be there. You had to be there before it felt good when you got through, but it was good or not. You just had to be there.
0: I like that answer. <clears throat> um i have two things i want to say about this prompt the first one is thank you to you love sarah our beautiful twitch streaming friend um you love sarah on twitch she was doing a stream the other day for a game called persona 5 um granted this was actually a while ago not the other day but whatever and somehow they were talking about mixtapes in the game and she brought up how she did a project one year and she had all of the people who were close to her give her five songs That meant a lot to them and she made a big playlist out of it and somehow that conversation led into the fact that she'd never heard one of my favorite songs tired and uninspired until this project came about and one of her friends that she never knew she would be as close to as she is suggested this song and so she went on a rant about tired and uninspired which is again one of my favorites and um that song is a it, it sounds really heavy, but it's actually super light and hearted and fun and goofy. And um, it was funny because I listened to a lot of interviews by this band and they were talking about how they were going through something really heavy and just needed to get out of it. So they were making fun of it. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm uninspired. I can't write a song. I'm so tired. I'm uninspired. I can't brush my teeth or whatever it was. Um, and it ended up being a big seller at the time for a very specific audience that doesn't usually blow up. And it kind of did all the like niche things that they never expected from the stupid song. Um, and so that was what inspired the prompts. Um, and my answer is actually the same. I would write something that is meaningless or jovial or whatever, just to get me out of my head and then watch the reaction that I had on my community and my loved ones, myself, five years from now, five minutes from now, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and watching that transformation. It's
1: interesting. So I want to, I, I, this, question caught my mind because i it's not something i would ever even think of (laughs) right but uh so i the first thing is i would look to answer this prompt or to approach this prompt i start thinking about my history like mom immediately went to the floral shop and um i go to some of the things i create for work and some of the things i i um create personally and some of the things the relationships i create because being creative isn't always about things. It's. About I'm so glad you brought that up. The moments, it's like creating a moment, right? But you um, have to be there. Exactly. <laughs> you have to be there to create the moment. Very yeah. good. So, so, me, are like, so So, to me, it's like it's like the first thing I thought it was was first, you know, go back and and look at your history of the things, and it's like um, these things made me feel lighter. These things made me feel heavy or burdened or overwhelmed. Or once I created them, I thought it was a good thing, but then maintaining them was not a good thing. Mm-hmm. That goes for things and people. Trust me. Yeah. Um, and then the embrace <laughs> your weight. This, So I have this saying I go, well, this is embrace the suck. <laughs> right? I mean, I think, and there's several people, it's a, yeah. a Marine, it's a, yeah. there's several people that say That's it. It's true. Not all parts of life are, life are beautiful. And sometimes you have to create things whether you want to or not. And I'm the feeling, it. yeah, whatever say feeling. Obsidian? Simplify, do or die. Yep. Yeah. So whatever feeling you end up with, um, like you said, embrace the weight of that piece. Embrace the suck. Embrace the grace. Embrace the love. Embrace whatever it is. It's all part of the existence. So that would be in my approach. And I, I think um, I honestly think that's another one that uh, I might change. Like after creating, after this, after mm-hmm. that, I
0: might use this prompt over and over again and change the last word um speaking of this prompt journal what was your initial reaction as you were flipping through it or who might you see using it or how might it be well, like chat about it with us if you will
1: okay <laughs> so it, it, the the thing i like about this is as i'm going through and reading the prompts um there's there's no there's no person it isn't wouldn't be for anybody who can read and write um do this i i honestly even think that even as a couple you could sit down and pick a prompt and each of you respond to it. If you're trying to build a relationship or a bridge, or if you're going through a difficult time, just coming up with some commonalities or helping understand the other person that you're, you're with as an individual, um, young or old, I think this would be uh, well worth your time. Not only that, I think this is much more benefit and you would get a lot more out of it than you, and more dopamine out of it than you would from playing a game and getting a dopamine hit or scrolling. Um, Mm -hmm. through, through Instagram or something or or Mm -hmm. whatever your, your, your thing is, I think you would find a, a harder, a heart boost, a healthy mental boost from doing
2: this over anything else. I think you can see the beauty and the scary in these two. Yeah. Because I passed some really quick. Didn't and there's, talk about
0: there's actually a whole type of prompt we did not explore. Neither of you were drawn to them. So I'm going to pick one at random from the book. Okay. These are similar to the types of prompts you would see if you follow me and you see the monthly prompt lists. Uh, they're similar to that style. Um, in this book, the one we're going to use today, and we're just going to briefly talk about it, whatever you guys want to say, is Winter Walks Away. And that's from the first prompt book. Winter Walks Away.
2: Well, thinking of what I would get out of there, winter walks away, I would say the end of the year is here before I'm ready for it. Um, a new year is starting. The winter is coming. It's, it's, it's walking away, Did literally walking away, and I haven't been able to accomplish what I wanted to in this time. And I've got a new year to go through and a whole new life to start again.
0: Okay. And JoJo actually picked the prompt from the second book. So which one did you pick? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry um rolling in laughter rolling in laughter any
2: initial reactions rolling in laughter rolling in laughter is having having dogs children birds people you love people you want to be with because germ. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter who what or where you are as long as you have laughter and joy in your life so the winner question i was thinking of is like
1: um i some, promise i was coming back to you <laughs> some, some of the people you know uh, winter is dark and heavy and it's a hard season for some people a hard time for some people and when a lot Holidays. Of people first came to alaska i mean it was dark all the time it was it was hard to, and it's like don't worry winter's walking away spring is coming mm-hmm. for some people and it's like it's not you didn't accomplish but it's like you get a fresh start coming pretty soon and then yeah. the, the darkness is
2: lifting mm-hmm. yeah
1: and then for the rolling in laughter um, your
2: giggle. The single- <laughs> Children. <laughs> no, she's not a child anymore. That more. girl's giggle. I know. I know
0: she does. Um, so if you're in the undercurrent family, you heard this story very recently. And if you're not, well, you have probably heard it on the podcast. Um, everyone has always commented on my giggle growing up. These mm-hmm. two especially. Yes. But um, my favorite her. story is that my mom and I were hiding out at a Starbucks and it became our regular Starbucks and the barista refused to call me by my name. He only wrote giggle puss on the cup. Um, And he made his bar partner scream it as loud as they freaking could every single time I got a drink there. And then I would laugh and then the whole store would laugh. And then it just like trickled out. And there was like a bagel shop next door and an electronic shop. There was even a day that we were all laughing collectively so much. Um, that somebody from the bagel shop came in to find out what was going on, and somebody from the electronics <laughs> shop also came in, and before they could ask the question, they were also laughing. So, Giggle Plus, I'm going to run with it. Yeah. Um,
1: after is as contagious as a pandemic.
0: Well, and, like, there was a time that Zach and I were in a different Starbucks, and somebody said something really rude to us, and they thought that we were brother and sister, but we had just kissed. Mm-hmm. And so oh. they made, like, a really snide remark. And we were really sharing we were sharing a brownie. <laughs> it was worse than that. Yeah. Um, and so I gave yeah. him part of the brownie, like fed him just to give us something to, to laugh about and get yeah. us out of our heads. And then we started laughing and the barista started laughing and the person like across from the bar yeah. started laughing and the guy fucking left. Um, and I just loved that our laughter could make him leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it was genuine laughter at that point after being upset. Yeah. Um, so laughter is beautiful. And if you have stuck with us, thank you so very much. I hope this has been a fun episode of the Learning to Fly podcast for you. It has been an awesome one for me. Um, and if you want to know even more about these, you can join us for the end of the year Blue Jay prompt Circle, which is going to be on New Year's Eve at 3 p.m. Pacific time. It is a hybrid event. So we'll be in the Blue Jay Discord and we will be at a local Starbucks for details. Check out um, Instagram, socials, all of that jazz. You're fabulous. I hope you are creating and enjoying your new year and we'll see you again tomorrow. Goodbye.